Yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? Oh, but it's a part of life. shit in on time tuesday morning it's jesse may peluso y'all what's cracking happy tuesday this is another shop sharp tongue podcast i think this is the first podcast i've done without the assistance of marijuana my voice is a little raspy because i talk too goddamn much um i'm chilling in my apartment on this lovely Tuesday, it's 85 fucking degrees in LA. Why would people live anywhere else? Why are there people in Alaska right now? Forget all that wilderness and that fresh air. It's too cold. Come in the warmth with the smog. <laughs> I am super pumped for this episode um, because of the woman that I interviewed. I'll get into that in a minute. But first, Shows coming up this weekend. The Jess America Tour continues into 2016. We're making a stop at Boston this weekend. Laugh Boston, Thursday, February 11th. Friday, February 12th. And Saturday, February 13th. Spend your Valentine's Day weekend with me, Conmigo. Bring Sue Corazon uh, my show, Conmigo. So Laugh Boston is this weekend... 11th, 12th, and 13th. I'm heading there tomorrow. I'm leaving the 85 degree weather to go where it's three degrees. (laughs) Subtract 82 degrees and that's where I'm going. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? It's going to be three degrees in Boston or something like that. It's going to feel like it. I don't care. There's no differentiation between 30 degrees and three degrees to me at this point when I live in LA where it's like sunny and 70 every day everywhere else I go feels like three goddamn degrees and I grew up in that weather I grew up near the east coast I grew up in Syracuse New York I there many a day I walked out of my mom's door into snow that was above my abdomen how deep is the snow you know you live in a place where there's a lot of snow when you say how deep it is based on the body parts the snow touches (laughs) oh it's abdomen high today Yeah, school's closed because it's chin deep out there. Holy shit. Boston, I can't wait. I got my comedic start in Boston. That was over 10 years ago. I I started doing comedy in Boston, and I love going back. So please come see me. And then the following weekend, February 18th, 19th, and 20th, I'm in San Diego at the American Comedy Company in uh what do you call that old town not old town what do you guys call that the red the red light district (laughs) the red lamp district whatever the fuck it is it sounds sketchy that's where the comedy club is american comedy club 18th 19th and 20th of february and then just added to the tour i'm at crackers comedy club in broad ripple indianapolis February 25th, 26th, and 27th. Your girl is working for her goddamn money. Come see me live. JessieMay.com for tickets. You can also visit all of the uh, participating comedy club websites. Laugh Boston, American Comedy Company, and Crackers Comedy Club. Check their websites. And then in March, um, March 11th, 12th, 
13th, I'll be at the Tampa Improv. Uh, there's more dates to come. You can check my website. All my dates are there. You can buy all the tickets on my website. Check me out. See me live. I do meet and greets. I sell fun merch. So come hang out with your girl, you sons of bitches. Um, and I, I would also like to thank my sponsor. Third week in a row. Third week in a row. We're rocking with the sponsor. Wantable. Wantable. Oh, yeah. Do you want it? Oh, I wantable. It's a new personalized monthly fitness apparel subscription. So basically, you subscribe to this place and you get fitness apparel. All right. And, you, you know, they got tons of different styles. You do this little test, you, you log in, you do this little fashion quiz, and then they pick out what they think you'd like to wear. So you got to trust them. You know, it's it's not like when you, t- you can't trust your man. Like, I don't know if any of you have ever done that. I remember one of my exes, I wasn't home and I needed an outfit. And I was like, yeah, just pick up like a shirt and, a, and some jeans and some heels. This motherfucker, he found clothes I didn't even know I had. <laughs> he found clothes. I was like, I looked like, I looked like a runaway on a train. Not even like on a bus. I'm talking like, turn of the century train runaway with soot with engine soot on my face with the outfit that this motherfucker picked out but wantable you can trust them because they have really cute designs and it's not uh you know name brand so you'll look unique not everyone's gonna be wearing what the hell you wear you just pick out all these cute outfits you know you put in things that you like to do you, you do all these like little questions you fill it out and then they pick out what you what they think you'd like to wear they send it to you and whatever you don't want, you can send back free of charge. You don't get charged for anything that you don't want. You send it right back and you can pass. You, you can skip anytime. You can cancel anytime. You're not locked in. It's just cute. You know, if you work out a lot, if you like to wear fun, comfortable clothing, go to Wantable. Wantable.com. <laughs> I'm laying down on my floor right now. Oh my God. I'm laying down on my back because my goddamn lumbar is in pain. Go to wantable.com forward slash sharp, as in sharp tongue. Get started with the fitness quiz, wantable.com forward slash sharp, and try it out. And if you, you know, you guys supporting my sponsor supports the podcast and it, it keeps everybody happy. Check it out. There's there's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. The clothes are really cute. Uh, so, you know, do it. Do it. Wantable.com forward slash sharp. Let's do this shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, we're we're continuing with contest. I like to do contests now every week to give tickets away to come see me live. It's a way to interact with you motherfuckers out there because there's a lot of you guys are talented. You're crazy and you're talented. I did a Jesse meme last week for you people to do memes, um, and I, I picked a bunch of winners because there were so many good ones. And this week I'm picking one because this girl. It, it, she's crazy this girl's out of her god and i don't know where she found these photos she dug deep this girl dug deep and did a jesse meme if you don't know what a meme is it's like when you go to the internet and it's a photo that somebody found and they turned it into like a little you know post with letters on it and something funny you know you find like these popular photos that circulate that everyone loves and then you put some sort of caption on it that's a meme so i turned it into a jesse meme so that's what i did for the past couple weeks as a giveaway you do hashtag Jesse Meme, J-E-S-S-I-M-E-M-E, just like Jesse May. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so talented. I'm so clever. 
um, and then you at me on Twitter if you post it on Twitter. And that's how I discovered a crazy people posting these memes. You guys got really creative with it. And you can post it on uh, Instagram. You can send it to me at my sharp tongue Gmail, sharp tongue podcast at gmail.com. So that's the past two weeks how we did it. And so this week, I'm picking this girl because she found a photo that I didn't even know was on the internet. <laughs> She dug deep. So the winner for this week is Jordan Hatchett. I think you may have won last week. That could be cheating, but whatever. It's my podcast. I'm going to give away to whoever the fuck I want. And I don't know where the fuck you found these photos, girl, but very funny. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll repost them. And this week, I want to do another giveaway, but I want to do something different with you guys. So this week, since it's Valentine's Day this weekend... I want you guys to send me your worst, tell me about your worst date or flirtation or hookup. Short little story. Try and keep it short. Get to the point. I want to hear what happened. Guys and girls, worst date. I had one guy burp in my mouth. Hot dog burp right in my goddamn mouth. And I love hot dogs. You know how perplexing that is? Because a burp hot dog is not the same as having a hot dog. It's like a hot dog that died. <laughs> that happened on a first date. And then I dated him because I'm dead inside. Um, that was years ago. But, you know, self-worth is, is a commodity, girls. You got to come by it so you stop dating guys who burp hot dog clouds into your face. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your dating mishaps. I want to hear all of it. Send it to me. You can You can do Twitter if you can fit it into a 140-character story. Tweet it at me. Make sure you tag me. Um, I'll show, also use hashtag sharp tongue podcast because I announce the winners on the podcast and you can send it to me at sharp tongue podcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to broadcast it to the world, I check that email personally. My assistant Liz Perez also checks it. Send me your stories and I will give away tickets and merch to you to come see me live. You can wear the merch. You can clean your house with it. Whatever you want to do. You can wear like a little t-shirt to bed and think of me when you're sleeping, whatever you want to do. So let me let me know those crazy stories. And um also what else I want to talk about? Oh, uh it's Valentine's Day this weekend. Holy shit. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person. I don't give a fuck personally about it. I think it's a Hallmark holiday. I've been, you know, a single chick for a while, so it's just like I don't care. I don't you know, I don't need a box of chocolates and a some stupid motherfucking card that somebody else wrote from some dude. But I want it. <laughs> I don't want it, but I want it. It's so hard. It's such a it's such a conundrum as a woman because I feel like I, I you know, I don't want to adhere to all these ridiculous institutions that we have in this culture. Valentine's Day being one of them. But then it's in my it's in my being because I was raised thinking that that's what I should want. So it's a weird, you know, uh it's a weird feeling to not want it, but to also want it. So somebody send me chocolate is the point of the story. <laughs> Dark chocolate, preferably because, you know, milk chocolate's f filled with a lot of artificial sweeteners and chemicals. So stick to the dark. The darker, the better. Hey, that could also be a little tongue in cheek about dating a black guy, which also I wouldn't mind for Valentine's Day. So there's a lot of things you guys can give me. One might be harder to mail putting into the postage. You know, black guy's not really going to fit in a box and it's also kind of rude. So just figure it out. Send it to my door. Okay? I live at 123 Main Street. Everyville, USA. 
one 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 but valentine's day is upon us it is it is upon us and i thought it'd be dope to interview this dope ass sex therapist who um I, you know she she experienced a lot of crazy stuff she went through a lot of trauma in her life and turned it around into a career which you know is pretty amazing because you could go one way or the other with that uh, we sat down in the Sideshow Network studio, the new studio at the Hollywood Improv on Melrose, and we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, we talked about how to get an orgasm. First of all, hello, ladies. A lot of us, it's hard for us out there. I know I'm not the only one. You know, searching for that orgasm is, you're like looking for the goddamn Holy Grail. Does it exist? We don't know. Is it a unicorn? Well, it ran away. Ran away when I was 12 and it never came back. <laughs> We talk about uh, pleasuring yourself. We talk about just sex in general and how this culture is, is still sex is a taboo subject in this culture, which is crazy because I hate to break it to you, people who are who are specifically religious, uh, people come from people and it happens when people fuck. So it's a perfectly natural thing and sex is a wonderful thing and it shouldn't be um, it, something you feel shame about discussing. You should be able to talk about it with your parents. You should be able to talk about it with your friends. Um, the more knowledge you have, the better you are off as a human being. And it, the more full and pr pleasurable your life will be if you learn things. So there's nothing wrong with asking questions and kind of divulging into your sexual being. Every one of us has a sexual being on the inside. And some of those motherfuckers are, are kept in a closet, literally figuratively and literally we keep our sexual beings in a closet which is a shame because then when you're 80 years old and you deprived yourself of you know things that you could have explored you, you didn't live a full life as long as those things are healthy and they don't hurt anybody and they're not illegal and weird and involve fucking farm animals and children it's cool all that other stuff is is another topic for another podcast for another day but um we got into some really good shit and for me personally you know I've discussed my past a little bit here and there. Um, I was raped when I was younger and I've dealt with it. And it's it's something to say to learn how to um, exist in a, in a sexual manner after something traumatic like that happens to you. And my guest also had traumatic things happen to her. And to be able to explore your sexual being in a healthy manner is if is it difficult thing for people who suffer through trauma. So I think it's very important to discuss these things, to make them accessible to people in a digestible manner so that you don't feel weird listening to it. Um, and, and you don't feel weird learning new things about you. And, and for anyone out there who's suffered trauma, I feel for you. I'm on your side. I, I um, I want to let you know that you're not alone and it's okay. And sex is awesome. And you should put a, a finger in your butthole once in a while if it's yours or somebody else's, who cares? As long as the nails are trimmed down and they're clean, let's have a good time and go watch a movie afterwards. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited and um, I felt honored to be able to talk to this woman because of the sexual wisdom and just wisdom in general that she bestowed upon me. Uh, I think she's somebody I'm going to know for the rest of my life because of how, how, open she is as a human being and how that's how I want to live my life. So I want to give her to you guys and, uh, 
you know, in, in a manner, not completely because I don't own her. You know, I can't just like give her to you. But you can also find her because she has awesome videos that teach you how to have orgasms, teach you how to give orgasms, teach you how to have better sex. And I'm all about that. I'm about to watch those videos myself. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, coming up on the special Valentine's Day edition of the Sharp Tongue Podcast is Psalm Isadora. I hope you enjoy this juicy, juicy episode. The press, she says, was next on her list. And uh, believe me, you, it's as good as true. There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to. I am so pumped. This is going to be like the Valentine's Day week special. Uh, I'm sitting here with somebody. When the information came in my email, it came in so many different ways. You're going to find out why. <laughs> it came it over came and over. on my face in my email. Um, I was so excited to talk to you. Psalm? Yes. Am I saying it right? Yes. Oh, God, I'm so glad I'm not like some dumb white chick that's like, pus, puslam. Psalm <laughs> Isadora. Yes. What a beautiful name. First Thank of all, you. are you, you're not a regular white chick. <laughs> I, no, definitely not. I'm like the other white meat. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Where are you from? Like, so I'm Spanish and that has some like gypsy in it. So I think that's like the extra mix. Yes. And then I have Spanish, Danish, and Jewish. So and it's Nutella. Kind of a, yeah, a little there's Nutella. Like, <laughs> there's like some really cute sauce on that. I'm always like, look, if they came to like, if, if the white people came to get everyone else, I would not be in the white people category. Yeah, no, you're the other. You <laughs> would be in the, the other. other. You could be so many different things. It's so it's such an advantage for you. Um, you, how do you classify yourself? Because I've looked online and I've Googled you. Mm-hmm. Um, how how would you describe yourself in a in a work fashion to people? I am a tantra teacher and a sex expert. And relationship guru. Yes. So how do you get qualified for that? (laughs) I know you probably wouldn't ask that question a thousand times. I know I would never say I'm a relationship expert. If anything, I am the the thing that tears apart relationships. (laughs) I am the thing that breaks it down. I'm the wrecking ball in Miley Cyrus's video. Right. Well, I mean, first of all, you have to redefine what is relationships. Because again, you saying that is like a relationship are two people monogamously married, you know, who bought a house and are going to have 2.2 kids. And that's relationships. Yeah. So I think relationships, first of all, begin with, you know, you being comfortable with yourself. So when I'm teaching people and especially women about sex and being a sex expert, I want them to learn how to be comfortable in their own bodies and with themselves. God, that's so because hard. It's I'm hard. so uncomfortable even thinking about that right now. I'm like, <laughs> I like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to have like under armpit sweat thinking about having to be comfortable with myself, but it, that is huge. Well, it's like RuPaul says, right? If you can't love yourself, how the <sighs> hell is anybody else ever going to love you? Seriously though, I feel like we live in like this culture that makes it very difficult and it's not even a crutch. I'm just saying from like thinking about when I was a girl growing up and all the things that I was exposed to just on like a magazine level. Right. I feel like we're not really um, bred or sort of cultivated to be comfortable in our skin. I feel like there's so many factors. I think we're bred to hate our bodies yes. and to always feel there's something wrong with us. So we have to buy a product or do something right. so that we can be worthy, again, of being loved or be in a relationship right. or, or whatever that is instead of, I always say sexy is from the inside. So, you know, sexy is when you know how to love your own body. Um, you know, do you touch your body in the shower when you soap? Are you scared yeah, to like I touch your Actually, breasts? I, I, I lather the wall and I just sort of run it against the tile because I can't. The cold makes me feel warm. You're like, you're like that's clean enough. I'm a dirty girl. I cannot touch my glitter. Actually, I, I soap up my dog's paws. And that's, Perfect. And that's what I, PETA, please don't send emails. We're Perfect. kidding. <laughs> 
How so for you? What? How did? Were you always comfortable with your body? Was there something that sort of happened that made you realize you needed to be more comfortable? How did you come into that sexual confidence? Um, per so se, I actually came from the complete, complete opposite. So my name Psalm is from the Bible. So it's super yeah. religious. I grew up in a religious cult, and that I, is a rah. that's like a the record <laughs> stop. <laughs> It's just such a dichotomy to yeah. what you do for work. Well, it's that's beautiful. why. Because so I grew up in this super religiously moral and suppressive about sex. You know, sex is bad, but if you have to do it, do it after you're married. And even then, you probably shouldn't enjoy it except to have your kids. And oh, what God. happened there, which is what I, happens. I, I just got dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens a lot is there was sexual abuse. So, I mean, look at the Duggars. Look at look I at all these people who take these it. huge moral stands about sexuality and what everybody should do right, with their sexuality. Quo, yeah. yeah, and that morality usually leads to people being perverts. Honestly, yeah. you've got the Catholic, you know, look at the Catholic and, Church, and I mean, yes. that's, the, that's the core of of morality yes. and ethics in 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 the world. Yeah, and you and you even think about the the money. Yeah. That is filtering through that religion. Right. And that religion at the core of it has so much controversy, so much controversy that went un, uh, people were not prosecuted. Yeah. Well, it hides it. So I grew up on that religious cult and then had sexual abuse and then it was hidden, which is what usually happens. How old were you? Um, I was like, it was between six and like, yeah. And so those were, those were, you know, suppressed memories. And I, and so at some point, I just became really angry and rebellious, yeah. and then I ran away from my religious boarding school when I was 17, and then I went through like my 20s, my lost years. I was like doing a lot of drugs and having sex to escape my pain, um, and I always enjoyed sex. That was the one thing. You did always enjoy <laughs> I it? I did. Because even, through, even after like- Well, two things happen when there's sexual abuse. Either you become hyposexual and shut down, or hypersexual, and you learn sex is like the heroin- that makes you forget everything. Right. But only momentarily. So I was having like not great sex with not great people, like, you know, great orgasms. <laughs> yeah. Not sex that really, you know, made me feel good about myself or have that self-confidence. But you, but you had a physical connection to it. I had a physical connection. So you were open in that sense. Yeah. I could, I could just go to the orgasm for like wow. a drug. It was just like, you know, that was amazing. That really blows my mind. So my history, my mm-hmm. first sexual experience, I was raped. That was the first wow. time I ever had sex, 16 yeah. years old. So that was my introduction mm. into it. And so you explaining the two routes, right. the two trajectories after that happens, I have this disconnect. Right. I need uh I need like a a um drill. I need like a jackhammer. <laughs> These aren't the words we want to use when you've been raped. Right, right. <laughs> Around sex. We, we want to use different words. To reach an orgasm. <laughs> I need like it's so difficult for me. I have like such a block. Mm-hmm. How like I, that's one thing for me. I went to. I've still been going to therapy, but I went to years of therapy to try and just un unblock that emotional detachment that I've had towards men. Right. And then sort of figure out, okay, how can I reattach myself to myself? Yeah, that's what, and that's how we started this conversation. You're like, you were saying, oh, I'm the thing that makes relationships break up, and I'm like, really, we have to change how we're talking about modern relationships, yeah. modern sex, modern love, like the old models of monogamy really aren't applying to most people anymore so we shouldn't be beating ourselves up about fitting some fitting these ideas yeah and you should you know as a woman learn how to make love to yourself first and love your own body yes (laughs) (laughs) for valentine's day did you just tell me to go fuck myself i want you for valentine's day (laughs) i want you to go just fuck yourself that's so good but just 
fuck yourself so good. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I. It's funny because a la mode in the fashion of what we're talking about, one of my friends who will go unnamed, um, she told me that she just squirted for the first time. Yeah. How old is she? She's 27. You're like, hallelujah. I mean, I was like, it's not, I thought it was a unicorn. I didn't even think it was real. <laughs> Actually, most women are physically capable of squirting. Again, it's just that they aren't relaxed enough around their sexuality. They haven't been given permission. Like one third of women have never had any kind of orgasm. Oh God, that's so, so sad. Well, can you imagine? We have to save those women. Yes, that's all. I am on a mission. I you know said, you this are. is why I, I do like, what I, I do. I get this woman here. Yes. I want every woman want, in the world to have an orgasm. I deserve orgasm. to squirt. That's all you, I, I deserve You to deserve to squirt and the world deserves to, to have, have a you. sip of it. Just like, just <laughs> bless the world. It's like a blessing. You're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> she said she put out a fire with her squirt. I bet. <laughs> that's like, it, it, it's just, so that's, can you have internal and external orgasms? Is this getting yes. too personal? No. I'm going right into it's it. It's okay. I'm a sex expert. Yeah, you're a sex expert. Can you imagine if you're like, that's, that, we're, we can draw the line I'm there. sorry. I'm here to talk about other people's sexual dysfunctions. <laughs> Please don't talk to me about my own sex life. That's just uh, so not professional. Are you a squirter? I can squirt. Now, wow. let's, okay, so let's also, again, demystify squirting Please. orgasms. Just like, you know, relationships and all these things people have labels on, and they aren't really like that when you experience them. Right. So there's a very few percentile of, like, porn stars who can ejaculate across the room. And that's like a circus trick. That's it's aggressive. Not a, that's like if you can smoke a cigarette with your pussy, or you can throw Did a you ping just pong. Mention, I think you just mentioned my Aunt Carol. <laughs> across the room next this, this season on, on game of thrones i want to see that i want to see that like that's why i love game of thrones it's like lord of the rings with fucking it i is. was like yes i was such a oh nerd growing up that i watched like i read all the books okay on the religious cult i couldn't have a tv so i would read lord of the rings and, and i well, then that's I, a like, pretty great tv for your brain oh my god yeah. now it's now it's lord of the rings but they're naked it's so great and having sex yeah medieval dirty yes. ball fucking i'm all yes. about it i always think like where do they wash they're washing in like troughs <laughs> with pigs yeah it's dirty dirty it's just so gross man <laughs> okay so back to demystifying demystifying squirting, squirting <laughs> orgasms mom are you listening <laughs> okay so so squirting orgasms really are like wet orgasms and they can vary from being kind of gushing and just very wet to actually more like squirting. The most common way that a woman can experience a squirting orgasm, women listen, men listen, pay, everybody pay listen, attention. everybody shut up and listen, shut up and listen. Shh. Every man should at least have kind of tried to figure out how to give a woman a squirting orgasm. Like, first of all, Amen. what's happened in our world that, like, nobody said to men, hey, since you're going to want to go have sex with women and be a baller and be a player and, like, da-da-da, hey, why don't you learn how to actually give them an orgasm? That's true. I, hey. I, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's it, it, there's this thing that exists within people yeah. that when you're having sex, it's a, I want to have an orgasm, I want to have, it's all about the orgasm. Yeah. Everyone's, like, so focused on getting off. It's like that's it's it's the metaphor of life. Like, isn't the journey the whole thing? It's just it's, I mean, well, that's where my background in Tantra comes in is like, how do we slow it down? Because you can have multiple orgasms and whole body orgasms. And it isn't but it isn't this fixation like a fast, you know, it's like fast food, like the fast food orgasm. Men are basically guaranteed an orgasm if they can get hard. Fucking right. Sure. So they're just going to ejaculate. And so for men, sex is as good whether it's like 60 seconds or 60 minutes yeah but for women the difference between 60 seconds and 60 minutes is, is massive because yeah. women can have multiple full-blown orgasms in that period of time that sounds like a really great day 
<laughs> I'm like, okay, how can we figure that out? Like today <laughs> I will be, I won't get anything done. Maybe I shouldn't figure out how to squirt. Cause I'm going to be dehydrated and out of work. I'm just going to be home. There's going to be water damage. And I'm going to be like, just my, my lips are going to be so intervention. dry. We'll have an intervention. So tell me about the urban Kama Sutra. Yeah. Urban Kama Sutra. That's is, yours. That's your deal. Yeah. That's the school that I've started. So I certify other women to be sex coaches and women's sensuality coaches. You can teach other women to, I to do be that. coaches? I do that. That's that's a, you're like the L. Ron Hobbard of the pussy. Yes. Oh my God. I've never been called that. That's, that's like <laughs> amazing. He's kind of. Kind of creepy though. Yeah, but don't I don't focus really want to okay, detail okay, him. Okay. It's more like the, okay. the ideology behind <laughs> the it. The Scientology of the pussy. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. What Where's it is. Tom Cruise? I'm gonna teach him how to make every woman squirt. <laughs> I'll make him jump on a couch. I'll be my like, puss. I'll be like, guess what, Tom Cruise? I'm gonna teach you how to live forever and look young forever from making women squirt. <laughs> oh my god! He's gonna be on the couch with Oprah over <laughs> your vagina. I love, gonna, I'm in love with her. I'm in love with I her. I learned how to make women squirt. <laughs> his second daughter not Suri squirty yeah perfect too soon too close to home <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like first of all how did you just come come across Kama Sutra and, and for people who don't really know what what the core teachings of that is or are what what is that like, you know, what are so the main Kama Sutra and Tantra to me are like just bringing consciousness to sex so you know I would say in the culture in America we're, we have sex everywhere. Sex is everywhere. Yes. You know, and, and, and women are highly sexualized, like you're saying, but we, I think a lot of those images in magazines and music videos, we end up hating our own bodies. And then you end up looking for approval from everybody else. Like, yeah. oh, maybe if he wants to fuck me, you know, then I, I'm I'll worth something. something. I'll mean something. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, the whole idea of Kama Sutra is that there can be a more conscious like even spiritual layer. And by spiritual layer, I mean your spirit's involved. Your, you know, your soul's yeah, present that metaphysical when you're having being. sex with someone, which means it's a, you're mentally there, not just physically. Yeah, and, and that's hard. That's for me. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I just want to interject where, where I'm at mentally. That's where I have a huge roadblock. But you said with your background with trauma, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you have a background in trauma, there are just emotions you had to cut off yeah. to survive. Right. Because if you've been 16... And completely fallen apart in depression and a lot of the pain around that, you probably wouldn't have been a high achiever, been able to, you know, finish school, go and have the career path you have. Right. And so you bottled a lot of that up to survive. So probably, you know, actually letting go, going a little deeper in sex or having an orgasm might even be more emotional for you. Right. You know, and that part is the part that you blocked out. Yes. So for you to really be able to experience your full sexuality and really enjoy it, not just like for the other person, because I mean, that's great with the other person, but really for yourself is then a process of kind of unpacking some of those old emotions from your trauma. And you want to, that's where I do the the coaching and therapy with people is to be able to help them move through that and have a sexual healing um, so so that you can kind of, and, and when you release that through sex, it means you'll release it in every other area of your life. It's sort of like a deflating yeah it's just let's say you've gotten through your life and you put that in a box you're like oh okay i'm you know a high achiever and everything else you put it in the box (laughs) 
And you're like, my I'm box not- is packed. And, and it's just <laughs> like, my box is closed. <laughs> it's jam-packed. It's like an overstuffed Ikea bag down there right now. It's like, there's emotions. a lot of emotions in that box. <laughs> but see how you said before you need a jackhammer? It's like, it's a lock yes. and a safe. And you took the key oh. and you threw it to the bottom of the ocean. And you're yes. like, I can't feel that. Oh, my God. You're speaking right into my soul. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? You're like speaking yeah. right into my core. Well, because, I mean, but the, the thing to me that's so amazing is, why don't we talk about this? We don't, especially as a culture. It's yeah. like so taboo. And doing stand-up, I have a lot of stuff where I talk about sex and talk about, you know, the sex sexual block and mm-hmm. how women, you know, just like the relationships women have in, with men and themselves. And the audience, you can feel their buttholes puckering. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and I address that. I'm like, you're not even comfortable with me being comfortable talking right. about it to you. Yeah. You don't even want to hear my part of it. It has nothing to do with you. So you're right. Like the, as a culture, we are so detached. Well, it's like the elephant in the room all the time. So it's okay to have sex, but not to be really mentally engaged, you know? So, so it's okay to kind of rub your body parts together and then walk away. And most of the time I said, a lot of people are having sex with someone and they're still like, you know, thinking about, well, if they aren't comfortable with their body, you know, does he like my tits? I don't look right. You know, I'm not comfortable. So they aren't even enjoying themselves or overthink, overthink things. You're still in your head. Um, still thinking about, you know, what you did yesterday, what you have to do after. Yeah, like the sandwich that's in my fridge. Yeah, Sometimes not- <laughs> I'm thinking about the sandwiches in my fridge. You're not present, right? Because to be present means you'll feel more. Yeah. But feeling more is terrifying to a lot of people. So they want to feel more like, oh, I want better sex and better orgasms and I want better relationships. It's like, okay, well, just know that that'll come with like feeling more and being more present instead of avoiding everything and numbing everything down yeah it's it, it's such a you know for me I, I try to I think I might just be my own worst enemy where I think oh it's gonna be too hard to reach that openness right and then it then I don't have to because I'm just like I, I it's gonna be too difficult for me right. I think the closest the best sex I had was after I ripped two bong hits <laughs> she's like and then I was relaxed <laughs> he almost spit his water out <laughs> I, I ripped two bong hits uh-huh. and I was so relaxed and I didn't have one orgasm. I didn't have one orgasm, but I was on the brink of like 10. Okay. So I don't know if that was tantra. I was just so rich <laughs> shit high, but I tell you, we had sex for like three hours and uh, I was just like, and uh, I, I, I knew I didn't have an orgasm, but it felt like I had like one. Well, you're probably having like kind of that whole body orgasm where it just feels like ecstasy through your yeah. whole body without that kind of climax yeah i was like is this what sex with snoop dogg feels like because this mm. is amazing <laughs> who knows who knows <laughs> that's the closest i've ever come to i think being as open to what you're right. describing it's, well so for some people that like so being present for some people they they kind of do need alcohol or you know like to get stoned and i don't How do there's you nothing feel about that i th- you know what everything is either medicine or poison Right. That's so so quote. for some people, you'd go, hey, maybe you need a shot to relax, to be present, but just know what you're doing. Right. You know, or maybe you need to take rip two massive bong hits, <laughs> you know, but you know what you're doing. <laughs> the problem is what people do is they do it, they get stoned and then they're still not present. They're like, yeah. or they do that and they feel guilty. I think one of the biggest problems, everybody feels guilty about sex and then guilty about drinking. So we right. all have to, like, we're like, I'm a badass, but inside you're like beating yourself. I'm, I'm such a bad girl at the same time how how did you go through that trauma as a child and how did you find this path you know I think I I had to I was just really angry you know so um I you know I ran away from that religious boarding school at 17 and I was on my own I got pregnant and was a single mom so like life's hard you know with you know as a single mom so young um and like I said I just I 
had all that pain still bottled up. So I did a lot of drugs and I always could use sex as a way to just like have amazing mind blowing orgasms and forget about everything. But then I'd wake up and be like, oh God, my life's totally fucked, <laughs> you know? So um, I hit a rock bottom in an emergency room where I was almost dead. And oh, I had been diagnosed damn. with depression and anxiety. I was on medication from my doctor and then had decided to do extra drugs on the side because right. that seemed like Why it made not? sense. I was yeah. like, the doctors have me on drugs. So. I'll just get my own. <laughs> just, yeah. Just a I was like, the doctor's department. drugs are a little depressing. <laughs> Let's Boy. get some more. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally hit a rock bottom in an emergency room and some voice inside was like, you're going to be dead if you don't change. And that sort of downward spiral moment, I kind of took responsibility for myself. And that inner voice was like, do yoga and I was like, do yoga? Like, rich ladies in Brentwood do yoga. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm yoga a single mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm a single mom <laughs> shopping in the 99 cent store buying macaroni and cheese. Like, <laughs> I don't have time to do yoga. But the voice was so strong. I was like, do yoga or you'll basically be dead. And so I started. You have O-yoga. And yoga, yeah, right? so, so I took, so through yoga, I found Tantra, which is the more like the yoga of sex. Because for me, you know, yoga just helped me get in my body. But I knew I was like, how do we make the whole world not be so messed up around sex? Yes. Because coming from sexual abuse and then hearing your story, you know, that you were raped and I work with women all the time now. And it just makes me so sad. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, nobody's addressing this. And it is it's probably, so it, it's like if we could get our shit together around this as a society, everything would get better. Yeah. Because it's at the root of everything. It really is at the root of everything. And the thing that frustrates me the most, because we were talking about Cosby before we started recording. And yeah. I, I talk about Cosby in, in my uh, set when I'm on the road, I, I I get frustrated by how when women start to come out and talk about this thing, there's this stigma around that. Right. And for me, that sort of deteriorates our ability to bring it to light. No, but because then you talk about it and it's like, oh, poor you, you, you know, you're a victim. Yeah. So I know I went through a period of time that I didn't want to talk about it because I'm like, I'm more than that. Right. I don't want to be labeled that I'm like, oh, I'm a victim and then that's it because I know I have so much more to give in the right. world and to say. Um, but I think a lot of it is that reclaiming. It's necessary that we start talking about it as women and, and anyone, men too, yeah. but um, really start talking about it because this is like one, one in three women have had sexual trauma or abuse. And I'm sure it's higher than that. Those are the ones who are actually yeah, going to the say ones, that. Yeah, those are the ones who are coming out yeah. and talking about it. Yeah. And then you factor in, you know, all the things that happen on college campuses across yeah. this country. And if people knew the statistics of that, it is overwhelming what, have you I, seen the hunting ground i haven't what it's a documentary hmm. about the rapes on college campuses wow. across you have to watch it is especially with what you do i'm sure you know a lot in your own brain just mm -hmm. dealing with that and being a sex therapist and specializing in that but people don't realize it it is an epidemic and yeah. women don't aren't coming out for fucking attention Right. Well, no we, woman wants an attention. Yeah. Oh, oh, Bill Cosby raped me. You think that, that she wants it to be her fucking headline? <laughs> right. And then to be thrown to the wolves and then to be questioned and then to be called a slut and then to be called a whore. Ugh. So, I mean, this is what I said when I watched it. I'm like, are you, do you want to talk about the Bill Cosby thing? Because to me, you know, all the attention is about Bill Cosby and Bill Cosby and Bill Cosby. And the attention isn't on the women yeah. who are sexual victims. And if anything positive comes out of all of this, it's that they're speaking now and that other women will feel encouraged that they can speak. Right. So that's the positive thing that can come out of this being such a public case. And when people say, oh, why did they wait so long to talk? <laughs> it's like, guess what? If you were raped, a lot of women barely pull their shit together to leave that circumstance and Just get on with live. their life and live. The, they don't have the energy to survive and then go take on 
Public, like publicly saying someone yeah. did this to me. Yeah. So that's why women don't come out and it can take that many years because in these 20 years, those women didn't sit somewhere eating ice cream. In the 20 years, I bet every day of their life, they suffer from depression, PTSD, and anxiety. Yep. And it affected their families, their children, their relationships. Yep. Every day it of those 20 years, everything. they were still a victim and they were in silence. So that it took 20 years that finally they felt they had the strength to say something and maybe keep him from doing it again is, you know, I think that that's what we can take from this is like, can we encourage women to step forward sooner? Because that, that provides the grounds for accountability in our whole society. Cause this isn't just about Bill Cosby. That's what I'm saying. This is our whole society. Like you said, on the, on the campuses. And I was watching Bill Cosby lawyer and I was like, man, she's a good lawyer. It's, but yeah. she said, she is good. She's she, a good lawyer. Yes, oh, she is. She is. <laughs> so she gets up there and I was like, oh, and, and you know, and it's a woman. So it's like a whole thing. <laughs> but she gets up there and she was like, you have to remember that he's, that it's on them to prove he's guilty. Now, I understand in our court system, I understand there's a reason for that. But you have to understand that for everyone who's had sexual abuse or rape on a college campus, in their family, wherever, that. That is the case. You will step forward and say that person molest me or rape me. And everyone will say, you prove that they yeah. did it. Because until you prove it, you're the one who's wrong. And, the, and, and the, that's case, why it's, they, it's, it's yeah. yeah. And that's why people don't step up. And it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. And it, the frustrating thing is people are like, well, why are all these women coming out? Because <laughs> he was Bill Cosby in the 80s and he was popular and ran through him. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, but it's it, it's it's psychology. People don't right. realize it's psychology. And I prove it in it just, I have a certain point in my set when I talk about who online dates. Because mm. that's, even though that's a, a totally different end of the spectrum of life, it's still something that people aren't really, they don't really want to admit that they, they're online I'll dating. I'll admit it. I, I'm I'll on Tinder. Fuck, I don't care. I'm I don't care. I, Tinder I changed my life. <laughs> I'm buying stock and Tinder. I was I'm like, oh, girl, yes. That changed my life. Yes. So, but a lot of people, it's still a stigma to talk about it. So in my set, I'll say who's online dating. And right. it takes me like a few minutes to pick prod, prod all that. Right. One girl will say, I am. And then after she does, another girl will say it. And another girl. And I'm like, guys, this is the Cosby case. I just want to let you know, <laughs> this is how it works. People feeling a little bit more open yeah. and seeing somebody else having the strength to say something right. and coming out. But and it takes someone to do it. And I also want to say, I, I think that our whole society is messed up. Like potentially Bill Cosby had sexual abuse that made him how totally. he is. 100% but is, but the fact that no one wants to know that either. All we want is a media circus. Yes. People want to be entertained. We want to take a hero. We want to tear him down. We want to rip apart the women who are saying that. Yeah. Are they sluts? Are they liars? Really what needs to go on for sexual healing to happen for those people and this like as a society is it should be less about his punishment. And the pointing fingers is like, does he need treatment? And do they need treatment? Right. Like, can we start can getting, we start healing these can people? we start healing people who both are sexual predators and the victims? If you go to these college campuses you're talking about, I mean, I'm angry when I think about the guys raping the women, but look at where they grew up. Yeah. What sex was their background? They were yep. told not to, be, to talk about sex. Sex was bottled up. If you bottle anything up and create repression, it will have an explosive and violent release. Yes. So it's like we need to all take responsibility that as a society and the way we've created our morals sexually, the way we talk about it, the way we keep it, you know, as a taboo is creating a festering ground for all of this. Yeah. In your travels, have you found a place, location, society that you feel is close to sexual Eden for 
I don't think so. I think, I think, you know, even when I've gone to Europe, you know, I'll go to Europe, but I was somewhere and these Frenchmen were like, oh, I'm so glad you have a, a TV show as a sex therapist. These Americans, they need it. Oh, they're so sad. I was <laughs> like, they hit you in the face of the baguette. Uh, but I, I mean, but I was like, you guys are such, so like, so machismo. They're like these macho men telling me as a woman, you know, what, yeah. what women need, what sex education. I was like, you guys are, you have a stick no up your clue. ass too and you don't even know. What do you, <laughs> I read something that you, a part of your work is teaching women to how to have a better orgasm yes. and how for men to also be, <laughs> to, have like a more peak performance for how men can have more peak performance. And also I think a lot for men to even learn how to help, you know, give women yeah. orgasms. Like Fuck. I said, if you're going to be having sex with women, how about somebody gives you a book like, Hey, here's how, how, to, ma- just a, here's a, how to make a, sure a she diagram. feels good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't even have diagrams. No, you think about like, I don't know for you, but I remember my sex ed courses. All I was taught was a banana. Is, <laughs> I didn't even get the effing banana. <laughs> I think the teacher ate it and it was just like a lip. It was just, you know, the, the peel. <laughs> They're like, the, the, the peel of it. It's like, and this is what happens with ED, erectile this is, dysfunction. This is what you're going to get for the rest of your life. The limp Flaccid banana. Dicks. You're Flaccid. not good enough. You'll never be good enough. <laughs> but they also have like the slideshow. Of right. all the sexual diseases. Yeah, yeah. They're like gonorrhea. Blooming blue onion out of your ass. You see the blooming onion out of the ass? It looks like the thing at a state fair. It, it's like terrifying. But it doesn't really scare anyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a horror movie. It, again, it's entertainment. It's shock value. But like the kids in that class, kids. it well, it doesn't really keep them from having sex. It just means they go have like worse sex in the alleys yeah. without any real education. Right. Teach kids to have sex. Yeah. I was saying like now, um, you know, you have all these younger girls, like 14 they're giving blowjobs earlier. They're giving hand jobs earlier, having anal sex. You know, oh, I'm ca- protecting my virginity. So, you know, I'll have anal sex. Right. Because <laughs> like, that's oh, not a whole. Well, first of all, women are less likely to enjoy it. So, again, the only thing we're accomplishing is women not enjoying sex more. Right. You know, like, oh. And associating it with, like, pain and uncomfort. <laughs> exactly. Right. Which has just been me my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, there's been moments. There's been good, you know, there's been, like, uh I'm going to get you more weed. Yeah, we, we're going to do, yeah, we have, like, a whole thing we have to do outside of this podcast. I'm booking you. <laughs> but how would you like, is there a cliff notes for women to achieve a better orgasm? Are yeah. there, are there, or are there like root things for women to consider? Cause I know you're talking about being open and sort of, um, uh, realizing that your soul has to be connected to the moment as mm-hmm. well and being ever present and all that. Yeah. I have video series online so that Ooh. every woman in the world can experience this. And it's for women to learn how to give themselves orgasms, multiple orgasms, and also for um, a series for men to learn how to give women multiple orgasms. Shut the front door, I, lock yes, it, and call ADT. Absolutely. I'm signing the fuck up. Yes. Well, is, is, does the series have a name? Yeah, so that's the Urban Kama Sutra. Oh, that's Urban Kama Sutra, yeah, so, so you have video series for that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So it's on my website, samazajora.com slash video series. And you can sign up and it's whole online like school. So there's um, videos on how to do like a breast massage. It's a lot about foreplay. So creating, I'm all about foreplay, yes. girl. Because women who haven't had orgasms, you can usually attain that through foreplay. But I think foreplay has a bad name. It's like kind of sounds, sounds boring. Sounds like a golf. Yeah, you're like, Sounds foreplay. like something happens in golf. <laughs> you know, like, like, is Jack Nichols here? What is this? Where's Tiger Woods? Did he really cheat on the nanny? Oh, my God. Foreplay. <laughs> the, like really good foreplay. What I learned through Tantra is it's about your breathing. It's about like contracting certain muscles and creating that rhythm. So that's why I call it the yoga of sex. There really are these wow. techniques. And, in, in, you know, when you go to yoga class and you breathe and you move and breathe 
at the same time, yeah. you have this radically different experience of feeling calm, of feeling peaceful, of feeling blissful. Yeah. So then take that to sex, take that to orgasm and imagine how much better that could be. I'm just afraid the yoga fart's going to sneak out. You know, you're like, you're in yoga and you're like, <laughs> the yoga queef. You're like, oh, okay. I'm calm and relaxed. Nobody judge me. Well, nobody said to start with down dog. You know, those are yeah. dance postures. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you can just start by laying down and massaging your breast. I've like never even nipple my stimulation. Own breast. Really? Never. I really think you should. I think you should get some coconut oil really? and go home and have a date with yourself. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This gift is the second you. time you've told me to go fuck myself. I, by the way, yes. Well, because I told you it's my mission. Every woman has an <laughs> orgasm, and I think everyone should be able to give herself an orgasm first yeah, of all. Yeah, that's that's like. That to me, that's key. Yeah, that is and not so necessarily vital. with the vi- vibrators are fine, but I feel like some again, if you can use the vibrator and touch your breasts, fantastic. So but, add like a little extra. Yeah, like be more sensual, involve your whole body. Because some women who have a hard time achieving orgasm, they'll just take the vibrator, put it right on their clit, and it's again done in like a few seconds. That's me. Bam. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like in and out burger of of orgasms. <laughs> no, we want you to feel more. Yeah, see, that's that's I need to feel more. That's feel my your problem. Whole body. Yeah, like your nipples. Your nipples are capable of do you know that just stimulating your nipples can give you an orgasm really yes because when you stimulate your nipples you release a chemical called oxytocin which is a hormone and it also contracts the vaginal wall which causes a vaginal orgasm i think my vagina just contra- <laughs> just <laughs> did it get wet or did it dry up i think i'm ready to go right now <laughs> good it got wet there you go that's what i'm gifting you my video series when you're home it'll be that i'll be like no go i'm ahead. never i'm Wait. telling you i'm gonna be out of work because of you touch your nipple Right now. I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to shart. No, no, I'm so, I'm so anxious I'm going to shart. I'm going to touch my nipple and just like... <laughs> it's okay. You can do it right here. <laughs> just breathe deep oh and touch your nipples God. right here. I never thought about touching my own nipples. <laughs> yes. And that's my problem. I can't problem. believe I you haven't. They're amazing. I know. See, I just... I, I haven't I'm touching my nipples that. right now. I know now. you are. You have oh great my boobs. God. You have really Thank great you. boobs. Oh, I love my <laughs> boobs. Everyone's listening is going to be like, can we get there? How do we... Where are you? Where's the location? Can we get a GPS? So good. Also, something that really intrigued me about you, mm-hmm. the, your Calcutta mission. Yeah. Can you talk about that? So going to India and studying Tantra for years, I, told, I had hit my rock bottom. I was like, I've got to change my life or I'm going to be dead. And so I started studying yoga and then I knew I wanted to incorporate sexuality and I heard about Tantra, Kama Sutra. So I started going to India and I found a teacher. And while I was there, I saw, you know, just a lot of the women there had a lot of sexual oppression and my teacher actually asked me to go work with sex workers in Calcutta. So I ended up going there and working with them for women's empowerment and really just doing yoga with them and listening to them. And we started recording interviews to tell their story. Again, like what I believe is because we have so much taboo around sex, we create these like pockets of society where, you know, these these prostitutes live there and no one will talk about it. Yep. They live in that shadow, you know, and that taboo and they don't have any chance to change their life or be empowered because of all that taboo that we have so I just wanted to start recording their stories and them as real women and and not just sex objects not not just just sex objects and again not just oh that poor prostitute I mean some of them had the most inspiring stories were some of the strongest women I ever met that's that must have been life-changing for you to to hear their stories and to realize that uh, you know across oceans and on other continents that people are suffering just as bad if not worse conditions yeah I think it was part of me healing myself is like kind of going there and seeing them help me to heal my own you know sexual abuse that's amazing that must have been just 
is that something in your life that you carry with you? Do you think about when you're when you're just working with women here in America? Do you think about I do and and I'm I have that documentary and I'm going to like complete it and that release it amazing. probably in 2017 and the most inspiring part was one of the girls who was 19 when I first started going there she came up to me and she just looked at me with her big brown eyes and she was like, "Please help me not become a sex worker like my mom." My mom oh my committed God. suicide. And I was like, "Oh my god, what can I do yeah. that will make any change here?" And I can't, you know, it's like you you can't save people. You can only try and give them opportunities to be empowered. So I gave her a um, like a scholarship every month so she could stay in school. But I told her to get the scholarship, she had to like teach the other women yoga while I was gone. And so I kind of tried to lift her position so she'd think of herself as something more than a sex worker. But like, no, you're a teacher among these other women. And she did get out. She, I I had her come meet a group of American students I brought and had her teach them. So again, elevating her position. And she ultimately got out and what didn't have to be a sex worker. And, And I'm like, if one person's life changed... That's so inspiring. It is because of what the alternative is. What, yeah. What the alternative means. Well, I mean, it's just hope or hopelessness, I yeah. guess. And, 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 and how women become objects. Yeah. And just something that's used instead of utilized, you know, in, in, in being a part of society, not um, something that society uses and just throws away. Yeah. And that she had that kind of drive in herself. To, to be the one who got herself out and you not gave repeat her that what her mom Well, I just gave her, it's like I gave her a salmon, you know, where they say, I taught her to fish. Yeah. You know, she went and kept fishing for the fish. Like, because you can do that with other people. And it's, she had that special quality. Wow. Yeah. She that's was like, that's, that's so admirable. I know you're not doing it to be admired because you were in a very painful part of your life, but that's just, I think about like uh, people's life paths and what they choose to do. Mm. Uh, and the fact that you, um, have done this and have found peace with yourself, but you also are giving women another life. Like you're, you, you know, that's it. I just think that's amazing. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I just feel lucky to do it, but really it came from me being so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, it wasn't like I'm Mother Teresa. Yeah, I was no, like, I, I am so wounded that I, that I have to go be around other women who are wounded. And, and, and like, that's where I felt comfortable. Yeah. And then by seeing them be able to heal themselves, I realized I could heal myself too. And, and that was empowering to me. And how does it like when she's teaching other women, like what, what is that like? Like, what is like a session? Like, is it one-on-one? Are there group sessions? Is it a session? She was just teaching them like yoga class. You know, but it was really just anything to give positive energy. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how do we create positive energy and act like we have hope for a community of these people like sex trafficked women where most people just don't think they have any hope. That's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. You know, so just giving them anything that's like, oh, no, you can create a whole new life or you can even just taking a yoga class. You know, think about you do a yoga class at your gym or here in America and how good you feel outside of the rest of your life. So they feel the same way. They feel so much better than they did the rest of their day. And when people feel better and have more positive energy, they find new solutions for their own life and to, you know, to save themselves. Yeah. You just made me think of something. You just reminded me mm-hmm. of something because we were talking about feeling good about themselves. And I can't believe I didn't even remember to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Here's something interesting for you. A little tidbit about me. Okay. So during sex, mm-hmm. I can have orgasms, but I have to stimulate myself. Okay. I have okay. to physically touch. Clitoral. Yeah. The clitoris right. rex. I have to be down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have had dreams where I can have orgasms in my sleep and I'm not touching myself. See? So it's mental. It's mental. Yeah. So it's fucking possible. It's it it is it is possible. <laughs> it's totally possible. There's like two percent ever that is really a physical issue. It's always uh like 
a psychological issue, which is amazing. I think I really need to book you in a, like, we have to figure out something <laughs> outside of this. I'm definitely giving you the video series. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, to- I'm gifting I want, you that. Yes. I want that for sure. I seriously, I'm just going to, I'm going to be touching your nipples tonight. <laughs> okay. I want to address some things before I let you go out of mm-hmm. here. Okay. Um, there's one thing you talk about how to enhance your romantic connection for Valentine's day coming up. Yes. What are some things that these tricks can do? These fellas can do <laughs> to enhance that sexual mofo moment. Well, so I think they should get my video series and I put it think on. That's because the first thing you, you guys know, should do. Absolutely. Because do you know that I just had this conversation at dinner last night. So couples who have great sex longer in long-term relationships watch porn together. Yeah, I'm not, and, I'm not and everybody's porn. so like anti-porn right now. Yep. Like, porn desensitizes you. Porn desensitizes you. It's just like anything else. Again, it can be poison or medicine. Yes. You know, so um, having that kind of stimulation and 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 watching it together and something you both enjoy, I think, is one of the ways for either a new relationship. And, you know, my videos are classy, so it isn't yeah. like, you know, you just you're just going out on a Valentine's Day and you're like, hey, you want to watch a gangbang? Want to watch some bukkake where 10 guys come on her face? You want to go out for a bukkake dinner? <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, I thought it was sushi. I'll have the flame and I'll have the bukkake. <laughs> if you don't know what bukkake is, it's literally. Yeah, it's fun. Tell them what it is. Yeah, it's a kind of porn. Where guys are usually in a circle, multiple mm-hmm. men are in a circle, circle jerking and coming on the girl's face. Merry That's Christmas! That's bukkake, not sushi. So don't get them confused. Yeah, you can't get them confused. <laughs> I agree, though. I think porn can be a nice little additive. Porn, porn is like if it's if it's like porn that doesn't like violent or you know like you right. know She's anything. Being fisted by yeah, like I the mean banister. Obvi- yeah, obviously, like anything, you, you can't have something really disrespectful or disempowering. Yeah. But just watching, we're animals. You watch somebody else have sex. You watch somebody else, especially if they're having a real orgasm yeah and that's why i made my videos i'm like i'm making something where they see a real orgasm that's real woman about. really orgasm i want the real yeah. stuff what yes. kind of porn what kind of porn are you into oh <laughs> i'll tell you my porn i'll tell you my porn yes i'm into i like a nice devil's gangbang you ever watch those i what Just is a it bunch well, of big the black guys devil it's it, it, that's a brand oh my god <laughs> I know, okay it's, i look for amazing the, because they do it kind of it fe- I, like, I don't want to feel like i'm watching a produced porno right i don't want to hear the camera guy breathing i don't want to like i just don't want to see certain things i want it to feel like it's just a couple that's that's having sex right and i just so have a couple to, or or okay. four black guys <laughs> and one white girl sorry Dad. so wait so i'm so let's just break you down psychologically break me down i'm gonna break you down okay so since you had the sexual violence yes they there's probably some of part of you that still felt good because your body's your body and has nerve endings. Right. So your physical body might have had some enjoyment. Some reaction to it. Even at that time when it was traumatic. And then your mind and your psychology says, but that was a traumatic experience. But now there's a little loop in you, right? That's a, like, it's like that shadow loop that still wants that kind of, yes. you, want, you have a fantasy it right, yeah, of the gangbang right. or of being taken or not being in control. Yes, I was just going to say, like being out of control right. is something that has always been kind because. Of... It, well, and again, after you had that sexual violence, you probably became very controlling. Again, you shut oh down God. your sexuality, so then 100%. the fantasy is like, oh my God, I'm not in control anymore, 100%. and I'm being overpowered. Yes. So that's that kind of. Can little... I move in with you? But you know, it also really depends how you look at because you could either say they're all 
like overpowering her or you could say wow she's so powerful all these men are just worshiping her yeah right right right, right. Like, she's being worshipped like okay so so like when I in India they have these Kama Sutra temples oh, with God. all these carvings of all like you know three people having sex five people having sex like everything you can imagine right so if you imagine go back to our Bukaki example you know instead of saying these guys are just like coming on her face she'd be like they're blessing they're, her they're, they're just they're they're worshiping her they're, she's so beautiful she's the goddess they're bestowing gifts on yes, her chin she's the goddess of like the male orgasm and they just can't help but just <laughs> worship her with their semen semen worship is really yes. like one of my life life's goals i just want to be worshipped well you semen. know in ancient chinese taoism there were there's something called the white tigress technique where if women oh give a blowjob like male semen makes you live longer and look younger and vice versa for men female wow. female orgasmic fluids make them live longer what's it called white tigress the white tigress is is yes so if you that's, give blowjobs that's, that's my alter that's my spirit animal <laughs> <laughs> wait so are you avoiding answering what your porno style is i you know what i like i like strong porn i like porn strong, so, porn. strong porn i love that description strong so i you know i'm that's not funny. adverse to your devil's <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't heard of it yet, but... You send me your video series. I'm going to send you a few devils. I mean, have, wait, have you ever had sex with more than one man at once? I haven't. I haven't no. had sex with more so than... It's, yeah, it's always been just heterosexual with a guy. But in my brain, wow, I've been that's more super open. vanilla, actually. So vanilla. You are, like, really vanilla. I'm so vanilla. Wow. And how old are you? Can I ask? 33. Okay, you're 33 and you haven't had a threesome? Yeah. What is going on with your generation? I don't know. I thought you all did everything. Yeah, and, I did, like, too. And, like, didn't even know if you're straight and I stuff. I think I skipped that whole era. I didn't even do drugs. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, I didn't even do drugs. I really think you should, you know, do, do experiment with just something. Bang a bunch of people at once. <laughs> no, should that's I go roll. Not remember, we're going to be conscious. That's You're right. Be that's super right. Super conscious and feel yeah. more. But I'm just surprised you haven't like me too. Ever experimented with? I think I've women always been or a threesome or I've just never made so out with a friend at the club. No, really, never, never even just never. get attention from guys. Not even like a Kate Perry, Wowza. Katy Perry moment. Okay, no, <laughs> never. And it's like I think I'm just shut off when I when I'm at the I'll be at a like a club and I'll have like one of these like girls come up to me and you can tell she's only doing it so some guy will pay. She's like, oh my, oh my god, god you get so a shot. Hot. Oh, and I'm like, bitch, I will turn you out. Yeah, <laughs> I give women orgasms for a living. Are you sure oh you want god. to step to Do this? Do you want to step to this? Do you want to step to Stacey? this? You're about to be on the floor <laughs> writhing in ecstasy. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you can handle this. Oh my god! Okay, that's amazing. And girls come up and they just want to like do a little lipstick kiss, and you yeah. just you're like just blasting her on the dance floor. I'm like I'm like I'm an, I'm about She's to I'm about to realm. I'm about to stimulate your nipples, bitch. It's about to happen. I'm gonna give you a nipple orgasm. Like, breathe deep, breathe deep, breathe deep. Look into my eyes. Let's I'm connect. Moving in. Let's I connect. swear to God, I'm moving in with you. <laughs> uh, you also talk about tantric massage. Mm-hmm. That's a that's something that people. That's can in do, the right? video series. Yeah. Yes. So that's. The tantra massage is really how you have the multiple orgasms, the whole body orgasms. So that is the video series. com slash video series. Promote it. Promote it. <laughs> let it out. And it's real. It's all real. It is so real. And the woman on this video, this amazing, beautiful girl in this video series. And I, I didn't do any of the porny shots. You know, we don't have the like gyno cam. Thank you. You know, so it's all very, very beautiful and elevated and goddess. That's what I'm talking about. Sexual goddess. Yeah. She had never had an orgasm with a man. She'd only been able to give herself orgasms. So just by herself, by herself, she'd had orgasms, never with a guy. And so she really wanted to learn that. She's like, oh, my boyfriend would love that if I really learned that. And so when we did the series for couples and I was coaching the guy how to give her, you know, the massage at first, she started faking it. So there was like we were filming and she's like, oh, oh, and you could just tell like the whole room was like, that's fake. And so I was like, cut. 
<laughs> did you yell cut? I did. I was like, this, okay, let, uh, take a break. Take, Everyone take, take a break. Nipple massage, guys. Can we just stop the nipple massage? <laughs> break. And I went up to her and I was like, okay, you told me. Again, this is where it's mental. Yeah. Just like with you, you said you think you can only have an orgasm, literally. Right. But when you, you've had like dreams where you have an orgasm. I'm not with, touching myself. Yeah. So, I, um, so I went up to her and I just looked her in the eye. There's again that connection mm-hmm. of the mental state and your body. And I was like, you told me. You really wanted to break through this today. And I was like, you know, either way is okay with me. But when you walk out that door today, do you want to have had that breakthrough? Right. Or and do you she just... really just looked, looked at me and she's like, I really do. And I was like, it's all inside you. Then just let go. And the next take, she just like, amazing. Did she squirt all over everybody? I don't think it was so squirting, but it was definitely multiple orgasms. Really? Really amazing, beautiful, multiple she had orgasms. Multiple? Yes. And they were just so beautiful. She cri- I would have cried if I, I would have just. She did cry. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, when it comes out, that's where it's sexual healing. You're just like, wow. She had all, because really it doesn't just, again, about the orgasm. You said sex. Everybody's like, can I get off? Right. It's like the experience of that meant she let go of a lot of inhibition she was holding on to right. that was holding her back in other places in her life too. Damn, man. I just want to, I've changed where I want to live. I do, I do want to live with you. Can I live inside the video series? Can I live on a loop of multiple orgasms on the video series? I would sell my consciousness to just exist in the video. Se- I haven't even seen it yet. And I just want to stay there. Forever. Just orgasm after yeah. orgasm. Oh my God. It sounds amazing. Come on. Guess what? Women, when you have orgasms, you have more energy. So you'll only like be more creative and be better at stand up and have more yeah. ideas and be funnier and make more money. It is true. After I have an orgasm, I always like vacuum the fuck out of my yeah, house. Yeah, you're just like, yes. I bust so. out the attachments. I get right in the corners. I'm like, there's no spiders or dust bunnies in this <laughs> fucking house. Mama just came. Everybody's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also the Cougar Club. Yes. Tell me all about this. So I did a reality show called the Cougar Club. Yeah. And I filmed it for Playboy, and it's going to be on the clean version. Will be on Netflix. Ooh, the clean version. Yes, and then I like the, the option. Mm, there is nudity. That's good. Yes, of me. Of so, you. Yes. <gasps> wow. I went there. Good for you. Was I that new there. for you to? be nude it was because I well I mean so I like being naked I walk around my house naked I'm like if you did a reality show for real about me it would be really hard to have me have my clothes on it would just be pixelated (laughs) just be like everything a a blur (laughs) I wake up in the morning I like I'm naked when I'm sleeping so I was like it takes me a long time to even put my clothes on (laughs) all my assistants are either women or gay so I'm just like naked yeah (laughs) but um yeah I did a tv show and I was naked. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm actually doing that. And so where does where can people see the naked version? Because you said on the Playboy clean- TV. Uh, so, so Playboy it, it TV airs has it March all. 19th. And air, yeah, Playboy TV will have the full Monty. And then when can they see it on Netflix? Um, I, I think it comes around, uh, probably around, around the, same the same time. Date? But that'll that's the one I can show <laughs> my family. Oh, my God. I guess. <laughs> Are you, are you scared about them seeing like the full version? They already, my, like, believe me, I'm already like, I'm just like, you know what? You already know who I am. Yeah. It was just finally like, because I was like this one vestige. I was like, okay, I've done nude photography, but it was classy and black and white, but a reality show where I'm naked and there's sec- and, yeah. and like sexual content. I was like, I don't know. That's like the last straw. And I was like, you know what? Just give it up. It's just so give the last drop. Just go there. What a full, beautiful circle to see you give up one of your inhibitions of having yourself be naked on camera and you let it go. Yeah. And it wasn't the problem. I don't mind being naked. It was really just, I thought people wouldn't take me seriously as like a sex expert anymore. That was the issue. It isn't really even me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a whore. (laughs) 
work. <laughs> you know that's why. Yes. Head to toe. I already had to learn to love this body. I am <laughs> over it. You don't love it. You put on some Bye. sunglasses or you can turn around. Bye. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I've got no problem being naked. In fact, I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> but it was more just like, well, people take me seriously. Or, you know, and so it still had all that judgment, you know, that feeling of like, oh, my God. And I think that old, like, religious stuff, it's like, I woke up one morning, like, sweating, and I was like, you did it now, Sam. You're going to hell. This is it. You're going That's to hell. Sam. Yeah. Your and, name, your, the truth of your name is really yeah. going to come out. Yeah. And you're going to go to hell. And then I, like, the logical part of my brain woke up, and it was like, well, if I was going to go to hell, I would have already been going to hell. And everybody <laughs> in hell would be, like, so happy you were there. She's yeah. here. And hell would be way more fun. I'd be like, multiple orgasms for all of you bitches. Let's do this. You take over. God would be like, hey, hey, can I, you guys have any room for one more? I'm like, come on, devil's gangbang with you, God. Get yeah, in here. Yeah, hey, in hell. Devil's Hello? gangbang. Nipple stimulation, multiple orgasms. Oh Let's do this. We Let's, need to do this we're shit. Gonna <laughs> turn, like, you're, you're down to hell. We're like, time to turn up. Turn up, bitches. We're just literally setting vaginas on fire. <laughs> you get an orgasm and you get an orgasm. Everyone's just blowing up. They're like, oh my God. Oprah's giving orgasms away yes. to hell. Everyone's just like, getting off. You get an orgasm. You get, that's like, I'm gonna, my dream is to be on Oprah and we're going to just give orgasms away. You be like, come on, Oprah. She, go, she come goes on, back Oprah. just to do that one show with you yes. and you guys give orgasms away to I all I think it women. should be the Super Soul Sunday, though. Be like, Super Soul Sunday. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Every time they have an orgasm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Church. 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 Church up in this bitch. <laughs> You're fucking fantastic, man. It's been so amazing to talk to you. I feel like I, I, I found a quote of you on Twitter that you, I think this is your quote. Tell me if it is. Ladies, your vagina is ground zero. The best way to teach younger generations is by getting right with our own sexuality and setting a positive example. You deserve pleasure. Yes. That's right from your lips. Absolutely. You ground, you like, you want to talk about women's empowerment. The ground zero is your vagina. You have to own your vagina, own your sexuality. And I really think if we were like owned our sexual power more you would have less of the younger generation giving away sexual favors and blowjobs for nothing yeah, what the fuck? not even loving their body not even knowing to ask for anything in return not even knowing to say i would like to feel good too or i would like you to treat me a certain way right i deserve respect i deserve i deserve, I deserve pleasure yeah i deserve to squirt <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to get a set of keys made. <laughs> Hashtag sexual healing. Yes. You've, it's, this has just been so amazing. America needs a sexual healing. You I'm are here the to sexual do healing. I am here to You're do it. You're the Messiah. Exactly. You're you the can, sexual Messiah. You can, and I even let you watch me naked. That's how much I give. You give yourself. I just give and I give. You give it all. I'm like, have some. Here, just, my <laughs> vagina is so powerful. Just have some. Just have some. <laughs> You're like, I'm not Mother Teresa. It all came from pain, but I'm passing it yes. out, motherfuckers. Yes. You're like Jehovah's Witness of, of pussy healing. They trained me to be a missionary, but I'm a missionary for sex. <laughs> well, I love you. Thank you so much for coming by and talking to me. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell everybody to find you and tell them again about your video series. Yes, you can find, can find me it. at, um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Psalm Isadora. P-S-A-L-M-I-S-A-D-O-R-A. And that's my website. And the videos are at psalmisadora.com slash video series. And that's Urban best Kama Sutra. Urban Kama Sutra and Tantra Massage. And best Valentine's present ever. Put it on. Give each other Tantra massages. Fuck yeah. 
can, you know, just spiritual. Come into each other's hearts. Yes, come into each other's hearts. That's really what the moral of the story is. <laughs> Open your heart to love. Open your orgasms. heart to love in squirts. And <laughs> <laughs> you're a beautiful soul. And thank, thank you for you. sharing your story. And I think you're just amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate much. you. Yeah, and thank you for sharing. I mean, that's amazing that you were so open. Thank well, you. I felt open. You opened me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and before you even know it, they jump into sack. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's like that. But anyway, right can you handle now. all that knowledge? It was just dropped on your ass. Sami Zadora, check her out. Talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. There's nothing wrong with it. We got to talk about it. We're going to get up in it. Got to learn how to pleasure yourselves and pleasure everybody else. There's nothing wrong with sticking a finger in a butthole. Okay? Get out there. Life is short. Don't be a Puritan. Explore people's holes and your own. <laughs> Look up, check out her video series. Look her up. If you have any more questions for her, you can send them to me. Sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. I'll make sure that she gets them. Everyone deserves to squirt. Everyone deserves to squirt. I deserve to squirt. I want you to say it with me. I deserve to squirt. Let it out. Let it out. Say it loud and proud. <laughs> that was one of my, by far one of my most favorite podcast episodes. Um, I love talking about that stuff. I appreciate you guys listening. I, I, I would love if you guys could go and give me a review on iTunes. Leave a little review for your girl. I appreciate you guys listening on your drive to work or while you're at work or while you're breastfeeding or while you're just chilling, you're high, hanging out in your bedroom. Whenever you listen to this podcast, please know that I appreciate it. I love doing it. I love spreading and dropping knowledge. Uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. I thought we got into some good stuff and you know, I'm going to be in my apartment for four weeks trying to figure out how to pleasure myself with my nipple. <laughs> little nipple action that never hurt anybody huh jesus i mean you know you know how it feels to have a body and to feel like you don't even you have even brushed a surface on how to pleasure it that's exciting i don't even need netflix and chill i'm just gonna have my body just my body i don't need netflix and chill just my my nipple and weed <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed that. I I loved it. Send me your, don't forget to send me your dating mishaps, whichever you want to send. Send it to me. Anything that happened awkward, funny, uncomfortable, send them to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. I'll pick the winner. I'll give you tickets and merch to come see me live. Meet and greet VIP. If you want to meet me after the show, come into the green room. Uh, send those to me, ASAP. And if you would like to post a meme, we can still do the memes. Just make sure you hashtag Jesse Meme and at me, Jesse May Peluso, on all social media. Um, subscribe, share the podcast, let your friends know that it exists. Uh, spread the word for your girl. And I am going to end this sex podcast, this sex cast, uh, with a little note, a little word from a very famous sex therapist, Dr. Ruth. I deserve to squirt. How interesting. I'm getting more questions about anal sex these days than I did get throughout my 30 years of my career. So here's my answer. Any couple 
who would like to engage in that sexual position to know that never ever to have anal sex and then vaginal sex because of infections. Otherwise, if both are pleased, no problem. Use a lot of lubricant. There are lots of nerve endings around the anus and uh, have good sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make.